Welcome to Drop Top Sports, presented by Catch the Blitz. What is up, guys? Welcome to the Drop Top Sports Podcast. My name is Owen Smith, and this is my co-host. I'm Ethan Vassar, also wearing a hoodie today. For those of you not listening with video, we're both wearing hoodies. That's going to be the new theme of the podcast moving forward. Because of this hoodie theme, this is going to be chill. It's going to be great. We're going to talk some sports, some life, some culture, some music, all of it. Everything we can uh, just kind of get you in that mood for the week. Hopefully finish it out well. Every episode is going to come out on a Friday. It is going to be great. But first, let's kind of start off with a little bit of sports. Ethan, what is your favorite team? NFL-wise, I guess the 49ers, because I was born in the Bay Area. Um, But really, I don't know if I have a favorite team per se. It's more of favorite players, and I just follow the players and hope they do well. That makes sense. I'd rather see – I want to see a good game, regardless of who's playing or what teams I root for. This season, I guess, I'm a bandwagon Bills fan as well because I just like seeing Josh Allen succeed. So I suppose last season I was a bandwagon 49ers fan. This season I'm a bandwagon Bills fan. And your your favorite team is fairly obvious for anyone that follows you on social media. (laughs) Fairly obvious. Um, I'm a Washington football team fan. Uh, Washington football team club, the team, whatever you want to call it. Um, I'm a Chase Young bandwagon what is that? The footballers. The footballers. That, we should just name ourselves the footballers and maybe steal the Browns logo. Who knows? We are the best in the NFC East. I'm going to go ahead and plug that right now. We're the best team. You cannot you cannot say we're not because we're the champions. No. Anyways, my favorite player is Stefan Diggs. I'm just going to go ahead and hop on that Bills bandwagon with you. I was a big fan when he was in Maryland. I was a big fan mm-hmm. when he was on the Vikings. I was a big fan now that he's on the Bills. And what's your favorite player? Hmm. Favorite, I don't know, I, I really like both Debo Samuel and A.J. Brown because you just get the ball in their hands and they can run past guys or they can truck guys, stiff arm guys. It's just, I don't know, I like seeing whenever they get the ball on offense because it's, it's cliche to be like, oh, they can score anytime they touch the ball. But they normally, they always have a highlight play or something every game. They're highlight real players. It's how they go. It's it's the why they're in the NFL and they get paid good money or they will soon because their next contract's coming up soon. But they will get paid good money. Um, because this is such a hot topic, Deshaun Watson, he's on the trading block apparently. Yeah, he had tweeted some vague reference to uh, something after the Texans hired uh, the guy from the Patriots to be their GM. And then today there's rumors that he's talking to teammates about possibly requesting a trade. I would say this is kind of, I don't know if he's being serious, but I feel like he's just putting this out there to cover himself in the, in the case that like Houston hires Adam Gase to be their head coach. And he's like, okay, I'm done. You, this is awful guys. If they hire Adam Gase, I think that Deshaun Watson would cry. I think J.J. Watt would cry. Did you hear what J.J. Watt said to Deshaun? He said, sorry for wasting one of your years. Yeah. That's just, I don't know. That's like a powerful statement when it comes to NFL. You don't really mm-hmm. hear that that often. Do you think he was just saying that because cameras were around? or? Uh, I don't know. He seems, he seems like a really, from all his years in the NFL, he's always seemed very candid. And like a, it seems like something he would say. Seems like something 
a leader would say, like a veteran player to a younger player is maybe frustrated that a year didn't turn out the way they wanted. But it, I don't it know. Does I, I agree like, with him. It's it's bad that Deshaun Watson's on the Texans and honestly. they're doing whatever they're doing. So where do you think Deshaun will go if he gets traded? My my money is on the Washington football team. I'm playing. I really well. Really I saw playing. Catch the Blitz posted. Tyron Matthew was saying 49ers. It was 49ers. Let me check. I think it was 49ers, the Bears, and the Saints is what. Yes, you're right. And when you get to be 22, your memory starts fading. (laughs) But I would, I would welcome that as a bandwagon fan of the 49ers, as we established. Who wouldn't? But uh, I don't know how much they would be willing to give up for him because I mean they. A lot of 49ers fans don't like Jimmy Garoppolo. I like Jimmy Garoppolo. They got to the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. He's fine. He's not elite. He's fine. He works. Uh, Saints, I don't know, because their cap situation is all over the place. But it does. It's just intriguing. And plus, the Saints have, mm-hmm. if they get him, three startable quarterbacks. I mean, Taysom Hill looked okay. Mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't fantastic. He's great on the ground. We know that much, but he wasn't fantastic in the air. He just kind of did it. Jameis Winston, he threw for 30 touchdowns. That's something. Yeah. I don't know, kind of something, because he came with 30 interceptions. So Jameis Winston might be there again next year. He's a free agent, I think, this year, but he yeah. might be there next year. So I don't I don't know. I don't really see the Saints. I could see Chicago. Yeah, if I could they see had Chicago as well, because they just traded for Nick Foles this past offseason, so they've, they've shown that they can – if they want to make a move for a quarterback who's making a lot of money, they would do it. And Deshaun Watson is obviously a much better player than Nick Foles. Obviously. Yeah. He, it, Except Watson for maybe playoff Nick Foles. Playoff Nick Foles. Playoff Nick Foles is the go. one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. He's big man Nick. I'm just going to go ahead and say man there. But he's he's big man Nick. He He's the best playoff quarterback besides maybe Tom Brady. Tom Brady mm-hmm. might have that just a little bit. Or Eli Manning because they're both kind of OGs too. But big man Nick definitely is a playoff goat. Um, but I'm I'm gonna go. I would say the Bears would be best for him if they did if they had more first round picks or more like trade capita because yeah. they traded all their first round picks for Khalil Mack, pretty much. I yeah, I don't know who they would probably have to include one or two players. And I don't know who they'd move on from. It would it, be difficult. I, I mean, think, if you send him there, you could run an offense that's similar-ish to Seattle because Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson are both mobile quarterbacks. Seattle and Chicago both have offensive lines that aren't amazing. Maybe it, a little, it's a an intriguing average. situation. Yeah. Um, I think that we're just going to go ahead and move on from Deshaun Watson because there's so many options. We're not even sure if he's going to get traded yet. If yeah, that it's like time... the Alvin Kamara story earlier. It's like, oh, yes. maybe he's get traded. Let's talk. Let's see. But it's not going to happen. Well, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, he's an elite player. No one can say that. If he wasn't on the Texans, he'd probably be MVP. But we're going to go ahead and move on to your top five players in the league, Ethan. I think number top one five. is obviously Jalen Mills, the Green Goblin. Oh, totally. Best player in the league. No, no doubt about that. <laughs> no. Um, best player in the league, probably. I'd go Mahomes, one. Aaron Donald, two. And then, really, you could take your pick of, like, one of several receivers. Like, Hopkins is really good. Devonta Adams is great. Stephon Julio Dix. Jones, although he kind of had a down year. 
he's consistent. Stephon Diggs is in that conversation best. now. If if you don't have Stefan Diggs in that conversation of yeah, best true. receiver, yeah, he's in that conversation now. Um, and then you got one more spot. Let's go with Fred Warner. I think Fred Warner is probably the best linebacker in the NFL right now. Or in the top five. Okay, Fred Warner is really good. He's he's probably one of the best players in the league, but I would, I would have Aaron Donald in that conversation. For me, my top five players right now goes Aaron Rodgers. I think he's the best player in the NFL. Second is D Virgin, that cornerback that's on the Patriots right now. He just got signed. I'm, I'm playing, but he, he is great. In Madden, he was the GOAT. Um, I think number two has to be Aaron Donald. I think he's just too impactful. He's that player that on defense you build a franchise around, and that doesn't come around often. Um, I say... After that, Mahomie, Mahomie the man, um, he has a cannon. Uh, though he had like something crazy, like twenty five dropped interceptions this year, which I makes me, it, it makes me question I think there were like two or three over the past couple of weeks, and then I know he threw he threw three in Miami, and then they somehow still won that game. It's because Miami. It's it's because Tyree Kill. That's the that's the only thing. Mm-hmm. He's a god. Um, and then uh, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Donald, Patrick Mahomes, Stefan Diggs, and then Bobby Wagner. I'll put him there too, the middle linebacker for Seahawks. Yeah, he's um, been solid ever since he came out. I think it was they took him in the second round, right? I think they took him in the second or third. I know he wasn't supposed mm-hmm. to be a first round pick. Forget why, but he was not he, he wasn't supposed to be a first round. He only misses like two tackles a year, which is kind of crazy to me. Yeah. Okay, so what's your top three quarterbacks? Probably Mahomes, Rodgers. Number three, I, right now, I would say Josh Allen. Like if you're looking, recency bias would suggest Josh Allen. But I don't know. I'll have to sit on this for a while. You give me your top three, and then I'll come back with my third. I'm going Aaron. Mahomie, Deshaun. I think Deshaun locked up that number three this year. He just he had an MVP season, led the league in completions and passing yards, um, and he pretty much lost every game. So that's kind of tough to do, like impossible to do. I don't know how. And he didn't have Hopkins, and Will Fuller was out for the last four games. He was working with Randall Cobb and Kiki QT and Chad Hansen, as well as Brandon. (laughs) Brandon Cooks, who is... Oh, Brandon Cooks. I forget about him. He's the, like, nobody knows about him, and so, but he secretly does really well in the league. He's, he's Wasn't Cooks a first-round pick? He was, and he got traded for like four more. He's like supposed yeah. to be... like Everyone thinks highly of him in the league circles, but like fan-wise, everyone forgets he exists. Okay, now that we did QBs... Oh, yeah, what's your third QB? I completely third forgot. QB, probably... Um, obviously the goat Josh Rosen comes to mind, um, who I'm surprised San Francisco didn't put him in, in week 17. I would like to see what he could have done there. (laughs) That would have been fun. Uh, but I'll go, I think just to mix it up, I'll go with Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Although he started the year off really good. He was kind of bad in the middle and threw a lot of interceptions, a lot of, Holding onto the ball, the hero ball kind of stuff. But you think like he gets on the right night, vote? Russell Wilson can throw for like four touchdowns, 400 yards. Do you think he gets an MVP vote though? No. Yes. Yeah, I think, I think Josh Allen gets more MVP votes than Russell Wilson this year. 
That's that's not a question. Josh Allen, I think he's probably going to come in second. I think he's going to come in second. I think Rodgers Derrick Henry gets any MVP votes. Maybe like one. Yeah. I don't I, I don't think it, I, maybe like one. I I doubt he gets that much. Um let's go running backs. Give me your top 3 running backs, my man. Um in no particular order, I'd say Derrick Henry obviously is up there. And then probably Kamara for what he can do out of the backfield as well as running the ball. Okay. And then he's, well, without him, the Packers offense really has, well, they have a running game, but he's, I don't know. I'll go with Dalvin Williams did great this year whenever uh, Rogers, Aaron was out. He's supposed to be a free agent too. And they haven't signed him to a long-term contract. I don't know. I'd give him like maybe top 10, but top yeah, three. Yeah, I guess I was, yeah. I'll go, I think Dalvin Cook better. Dalvin Cook. There we go. I, I can agree with that. Um, I'm gonna have to go based off of what I've been seeing. Derrick Henry goes for that number one, Camara two, and three. Based off of skill, talent, not off his system. I think if he was in a better system, it would be. I really like Josh Jacobs. I really like Josh Jacobs from the Raiders. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like he's such a well-built running back. He has a little bit of everything. He can catch out the backfield in the mid and the low. Um, he's a great safety option. He can hit defenders. We've seen him. Uh, Darquise Denard from the Atlanta Falcons got destroyed by Josh this year. Um, he might, Josh though, he might, he got arrested for a DUI. Yeah, he had the DUI. He might get, he might get cut. If he gets cut, that would be crazy. That's like, Kareem Hunt. I, I think Deshaun Watson would get traded before Josh Jacobs gets cut. <laughs> that is such, that is a Texans move. I could totally see Deshaun get traded for him. Um, if, if throw Josh Jacobs and um, whatever, what's the quarterback's name? Crap. I just, Derek, Derek Carr. Carr. Oh my gosh. I, he, he's just forgettable. Derek Carr is forgettable. Um, throw him in. Maybe you'll get Deshaun Watson. Who knows? <laughs> Anyways, I really like Josh Jacobs for that running back three. Call me an idiot. I really don't care. Um, and then I think we're just going to go ahead and go right to your corners. I want to see what your corners are. Corners. Uh, Jalen Ramsey would have to be no. up there. because. What? Yes. How? If you look at uh, – didn't he – he shut down DK Metcalf pretty much in – DK Metcalf is the top 15 wide receiver. He's not even a top five. Yes, I said that. Please come at me. I will. I, well, I, like I would. Him. I would say top ten. He struggles with dropping the ball at times, and at the moment, he <laughs> that's kind of, the biggest thing for a receiver, though. He kind of only runs deep routes, but when he and does then he catch doesn't the catch ball, half of them. He he's built like a tight end, and he plays like a tight end, and people think he should be a receiver because he wins matchups because he's built like a tight end. Well, he, he has the speed to be a receiver, but I agree. Yeah, he he could probably Kittle play tight end. tight end and start on like. I'm torn between Aaron Jones and Delvin Cook. I would you put think Aaron Jones as a top three running back. Yes. No. What? How? <laughs> thirty of the thirty-two teams he's, in the league. He he. To me, I I just DK Metcalf screams. He wins matchups because he's a tight end. Realistically, I don't like him as wide receiver. I never have. I don't really care how many touchdowns that man has. He he's he gets wide open and Russell Wilson doesn't miss half the time. So that's it. it that's that's why he's considered good. If you put, uh, like, I, I don't understand how people would not take, say, a Calvin Ridley or a Terry McLaren 
or any of those wide receivers over DK. He's just he's he's okay. He's top fifteen tops. I don't. I've never mm-hmm. been a fan of DK. Well, yeah, McLaurin's definitely better, but I would go probably. I think Jair Alexander is really good. And again, this is really no particular order. Uh, a lot of people like Marlon Humphrey. I'm not as convinced. Top five, but not top three. Mm. Yeah, my, my mind is like blanking on who plays quarterback, cornerback in the league uh, right now. For me, my top corner oh, is you know what? White. Based on this year alone, I think James Bradbury in New York. He was... You think Very good free three? agent signing. Like the one good thing Dave Gettleman, one of the few good things Dave Gettleman has done there. Very true. Um, but you think he's top three? I'll, I'll put him at top 10, but Ronald Darby from the Washington football team is better statistically. Impact-wise, I'm not quite sure. But statistically, Ronald Darby has had a fantastic season. I'm putting him in my top 10 right now. Um, for me, the top cornerback in the league is Trey White from the Buffalo Bills. He's just one oh, of those yeah. players that people don't throw at. He's he makes the most impact on the backfield pretty much. Um, I'm have to say second, Alexander, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, and third, kind of, I, I kind of like Marcus Peters. I think he's, I think, I think he's my top three. I just well, like he, him. He's because good at getting interceptions. He's an impact player. He's a big yeah. play player. He can't play consistently, no. but he's a big play player. That's why I like him at three. If he was consistent in locking down corners everywhere, I'd put him at number one. Mm-hmm. But because of his big playability and the way he just changes the game in the Ravens scheme, he's my number three right now. Um, throw me some edges, my man. Probably Miles Astros. Garrett. Miles Garrett, okay. He, he probably would have had, if he wasn't out with COVID for what, like two games? He two probably would have maybe been the league sack leader. He was still really close. Who else? Let me see. I wonder how many he had. I don't know what else stuck my head. I think he had something like, I think the league leader had 13.5, and he was on the Saints, some guy I've never heard of before. Oh, was it Trey Hendrickson? He kind of had a. Mm-hmm, that was him. That was the guy. Year. I've never, yeah, I've okay. never oh. heard of him before. And then he just came out and started leading the league. And I was like, okay, Trey, do your thing, bro. Um, so I would. Uh, TJ Watt is number one with 15. That makes sense. But I would obviously TJ Watt is within the top three. And then I would go. Oh, yeah. Hassan Reddick had a lot. That was, it kind of came out of nowhere. I'd probably have to go with either Zadarius Smith or I know Cam Jordan didn't have that big of a year this year, but he's still a very impactful player and he's been very impactful for a long time. I'm going to agree with you on that. Um, For me, it has to go. Oh, this is difficult. Miles Garrett. I'm gonna throw Chase Young in there. I really don't even care. I think he's I, he won Defensive Player of the Month. I think this month, which is which is big for a rookie. Um, also Defensive Rookie of the Month. Um, NFC. We're talking NFC. Um, and I think that. So I think he's two and I have three. I'm gonna go Cam Jordan. I think he he just the the. The Tampa Bay game alone set him up yeah. to be there. He just destroyed Tom Brady, and I love so, him. Yeah, he, he does Brady. have some of the best facial hair in the league. So that's honestly that's the category he can be on the top of. And shout out to his podcast. I'm not sure if y'all know this, but Cam Jordan and um, the running back from Baltimore. I'm completely Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram. They have a podcast right now. It's actually really good. Go, go give it a also, listen. Also, assuming Cam Newton will no longer be in the spotlight, probably Cam Jordan best dressed. 
in the league. One of. Okay. I'll, I'll agree with you on that. I don't know. I think Will Compton also takes that the dub on that. I'm not sure if you know who Will Compton is. He's a middle linebacker for the Tennessee Titans. He's a part of yes. the boys. I think he is, he's in the conversation personally, but um, we'll give out best dressed awards later. Uh, right now I'm gonna, I'm gonna go your linebackers and then we're going to kind of switch to a more uh, topic of modern football. And less of our yeah. Linebacker. I think I mentioned Fred Warner recently or, in one of the best players in the league. Now that I think about that more, I take that back, but he is one of the best linebackers. Then man, there's so many, like you mentioned, Bobby Wagner, Bobby Wagner's really good. Darius Leonard is really good. And I feel like a lot of people underrate him. He's definitely really uh, good. Blake, I don't know. People like Blake Martinez, but he just gets a lot of tackles. He just kind of, like he's been, he, he's been good for the giants, but. He's, He's only good because of the system, in my opinion. I think the system sure. sets him up really well. But skill-wise, I'm not sure I'd put him there. I think Eric Kendricks on the Vikings, he's really good. Um, the terribleness of the Vikings' defense kind of overshadows how good he is. But Honestly. He's one of the best pass coverage linebackers yeah. I've, I've seen, like ever. <clears throat> he's really good. Um, And then is that your top three? You got Bobby Wagner. Wagner, Warner, and then... I'll just say, hey, 3A, Michael Kendricks, 3B, Darius Leonard, or Eric Kendricks, excuse me. I'm going to have to go Kendricks as my first. I really like how he plays the pass, and he can also uh, – I've seen him off the edge and through the gaps before in games. He's really good at blitzing. He he can read the quarterback well in, in every situation, and he stops the runner pretty well. He's not the best. He's not Bobby Wagner, but no. he, he stops it well. Um, Second, I'm going to go Bobby Wagner just because of how historically good he is um, he's been doing it for years and he doesn't stop. He is consistent in his game. He tackles, he hits hard. There's a reason why he was in the 99 club last year. And I think he is this year for Madden. He yeah, if you good, catch the ball in like a five yard radius, he's you're in dead. Madden, he just knocks it out. He's you're dead. Your player gets killed. Uh, and then number three for me, who do I like at three? I like, there's a name that, comes to mind but he hasn't proved himself that much so i'm gonna have to go leonard same as you i really like him he's mm. one of the most underrated players in the league he makes a difference at all three stages he can play the pass he can play the run and he can rush he he does it all and he does it consistently and well uh this isn't his best year um i think people only really paid attention to him rookie year because he was a rookie and he came out of yeah. nowhere but he's done the same thing pretty much. He, he every every single season he's been in the league, he's put up consistent good numbers. Who is um, the the other person you're thinking of? Uh, I like the the guy the Saints just traded for. He was on the Bucks for Juan a little Alexander. Bit. I really like Quan Alexander. Um, he he's he plays the pass well. He mm -hmm. plays the run well. He doesn't rush. I haven't I haven't actually seen him rush, but he has highlights. He he's he isn't consistent, but his highlights are great. Mm -hmm. Um, he, if he was consistent, he would be a top five in the league, but he's not, he's not consistent yet, which opens up too many holes in the defense. Um, okay. We're going to kind of move on because I feel like we've been talking about our personal views quite a lot. And I know you listeners you might be interested and you might be saying, oh, wow, these guys are idiots. Or you might be, you might agree with us. Who knows? Kind of like leave us something in the comments on our social media or DM us. Um, we love to debate with you guys. Anyways, we're going to move on to some actual good football right now. Who's the next NFL GOAT, in your opinion? Who's the greatest of all time for offense and defense? I think the easiest answer for offense is Mahomes. 
And the easiest okay. answer for defense is Aaron Donald. I think most people would pick those. So I'll, I'll just do something else other than the obvious on offense. The goat, I would it'd probably be have to be another quarterback. Hmm. I guess Rogers too, but he's kind of, he's, he's, his career has overlapped Tom Brady so much that you it, calling him the goat kind of not necessarily disrespectful to Brady, but Tom in, in the times that they've overlapped, Brady has usually overshadowed him. But I'll go Rodgers just because it's not Mahomes. And then on defense, next GOAT, um, maybe Devin White because he's been really good this year. I like Devin White. And I like I, Devin he's, White. I think he was like third in the league in total tackles. He can pressure the quarterback. I want to say he's upwards of five or six sacks this season, which I want to check that. You go ahead. I'm going to check Devin's White. Devin White. This might be total. this might be a little bias. Just slightly, but Chase Young, bro, it's it's he has played like an all pro, like a veteran as a rookie. He's been triple teamed on some plays and still gotten to the quarterback. He has he does the little things well, including the big things. He doesn't just pressure, he knows where the ball is, he locates the ball, he knocks it out of the quarterback's hands. He plays every snap like it's his last. He's just he reminds me so much of the caliber that Aaron Donald is on. It's kind of hard for me not to say mm-hmm. Chase Young is not going to be a GOAT. One He's day. also a really good leader from what I've heard. Fantastic uh, leader. There's Washington. there's a reason why he was voted uh, the lead, the captain after uh, the the unfortunate mishap with Dwayne <laughs> Haskins. Um, that Strip name Club Dwayne. <laughs> that can be our Dwayne. first podcast meme hashtag strip club Dwayne. that's uh, i'll set that as the podcast name yeah that totally works or no the first uh, podcast meme like strip club Dwayne. that's just something we'll constantly refer our, back to actually we can make that a segment we're gonna we're gonna make that a segment this week's now. strip club Dwayne who made a that's, dumb <laughs> that's gonna be our segment um but listeners we're gonna try and throw in fun segments um, and kind of make them a thing similar to like uh, what part of my take does on Barstool. They have kind of their own little segments that they do that make their podcast fun and genuine. We already have one. It's Juju of the week. We're going to kind of run over that later in the podcast, but we're going to add a second one in next week called Strip Club Dwayne, and we'll figure out what that means, but it's happening now. Yeah. Anyway, um, so Devin White has nine sacks, so I was low. Who is your, who's your offensive next offensive GOAT? Next offensive GOAT, Deshaun Watson. Like, he's just lights out. He's a baller, and he knows how to play. Um, People always think, like, Trevor Lawrence was the first quarterback unicorn to come out of Clemson. Deshaun Watson did it all there, too, man. He didn't have it as polished, but since he's gotten to the NFL, he's really polished up his game. Um, He he isn't as injury-prone as he was in college, from what I remember. Uh, He knows how to do the deep balls, uh, short, mid. He knows all of it, and he can go on his feet and run. I think Mm -hmm. that he is... If he consistently, if he does what he's doing right now consistently throughout his career, he's the next NFL go. All right, and then what is? We're actually let's just go ahead run through those playoff predictions because I think that's going to be fun. Here's our first game. What are you thinking about Cleveland versus Pittsburgh? Well, <clears throat> thinking Cleveland barely beats beat Pittsburgh last week, and Pittsburgh had no Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, their center, Marquise Pouncey, wasn't there. No T.J. Watt, no Cameron Hayward. And then when they did play them earlier, I think it was week six this season, they got annihilated 38-7. to seven. And On then top of that, Kevin Stefanski's not going to be at the game. They have two other coaches with COVID. 
I think what JC Treader and Jill Batonio both have COVID as well. Kadero and Hodge. they're starting strong safety. Just got yeah. It Ronnie Harrison also just put on the list. So unless the NFL like handicaps the Browns and gives them a ten point advantage to start the game, I don't think it's Pittsburgh's going to win. I, I mean Pittsburgh's been kind of on a downward trend lately since losing to your uh, footballers, but. <laughs> I, considering how depleted Cleveland is, I don't think they can win. Where that uh, we might as well make that a segment too. The footballers of the week. I don't know. It's just funny. Um. Okay. I agree with you. I think the Browns. I think it'll be closer than what most people expect. Simply because the Browns have always played well when they have the underdog mentality. Look at look at the yeah. Titans game. They were expected to lose the Titans game and they blew them out. They were expected to win against the Steelers and they barely won. Whenever they have the underdog mentality, they play well. But I think their handicaps are just too much to put them over the edge. Um, I'm going I'm to go Pittsburgh. Why not? 30 to 27. That's what I'm going to go. 30 27. Um, next up, Bills versus Colts. This should be a good one, I think. The Obviously, best matchup. <clears throat> Bills offense versus Colts defense. Bills offense, very good. Colts defense, very good. Uh, let me pull up some stats that I have to share. I'm definitely going to go Bills on this one. I love Yeah, I'm going Bills as well. I, I love the Colts. I love what they do, but I don't think Phillip Rivers has it anymore. I think he hasn't had it for a while. I think it's a miracle he's, he's done as well as he has this year. Um, I'm, I'm just going Bills. There's, there's no way it's not Bills in my opinion. Yeah, and okay, so here's, here's my stats. Uh, so the Colts, all the, obviously the Colts' defense is really good, probably top 10, maybe top five in the league, but they've struggled. They gave up 400 yards to Houston in week 15. Uh, then in week 16, they let the Steelers score 21 unanswered points to get back in the game. Uh, I think Josh Allen just continues this hot streak along with Diggs and I agree with that. out to an early lead. Uh, Indianapolis can't come back because, like you were saying, you can't trust Phillip Rivers in a shootout Not or anything like that. I think the only way Indianapolis wins is if Jonathan Taylor runs for like another 200 something yards he might have and they're able to control the ball and keep Josh Allen off the field. But that's I agree a, that. a long shot. They they got to run that clock. They got to do it. They they have to keep everyone off. They got to keep Diggs and Allen off the field as much as possible. I mean, um, it's it's possible because the Bills' run defense is kind of bad. I think what are they ranked on? I, I think, think Pro Football ranked, Focus has them. They're after fifteen, I think. Yeah, let's see where they're in the. They're the, third to last, so the 29th. Yeah. I think that's bad. That's really bad. So it's possible. It, it's very possible, but at the same time, I just, I don't know. I just don't trust, I don't trust the no. Colts at all. Um, okay. And then this one, this one's honestly probably my favorite playoff game for the AFC. It's going to be Ravens and Titans. Yep. Got a rematch of the one last year that where the Titans upset the Ravens knocked them out. Uh, they also Earl played Thomas earlier. isn't there, though, which is kind of sad. Now. That's true. He's he's somewhere in bed with his brother. Um, Most likely. <laughs> he'll, be, he'll be watching the game in bed with his brother. Um, yeah, uh, probably the, the most competitive game out of the AFC, oh, definitely. I would say. Because Tennessee's offense is really good. Baltimore's offense has been really good, and they're 
by what five five game winning streak they ended the season on. I think I think Baltimore wins though because Tennessee's defense can't get off the field. There's actually an interest, interesting stat here to share. Ethan's interesting stat of the week: um, <laughs> the Titans allowed the most average third down conversions per game, and the Ravens oh. convert the most third downs per game on average. That's killer right there. Yeah, I think Tennessee struggles to get off the field. They also have no pass rush. That, that's killer. And... I'm not even going to lie. Um, okay, so I'm going Titans. I don't, I don't know why. I just try. I, I like the Titans in this. Um, I think that Baltimore's linebacker court is the weakest it's been in years. I think Derrick Henry runs them through again. I'm not. I'm not saying he's going to have as big a game as he did last year whenever he turned Earl Thomas into the lead backer, uh, blocker, not backer. But I still – I really like the Titans. I think Ryan Tann- Tannehill is going to have a game, um, surprisingly. I don't, uh, I, I, don't I, know I like that. Taylor. I like, I like, I like Taylor. Uh, I, I call him Henny Henneke. I don't know why. I just kind of like him. He, I he's think got he's swag, but swag does not win games. Um, uh, yes, but he played – he played. He literally he played really well in week seventeen. Yeah, statistically the best in. a Washington quarterback's had in week sixteen or seventeen or whatever yeah, it was game. 16. I I really really liked him. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I liked him a lot. I don't think we're gonna win with him. I don't think we're gonna win with Alex either personally. But the way Washington wins the game is if the defense forces like three turnovers, which is possible. In, it's very in possible and around the red zone, which it is possible. Yeah, because Chase Young, like you said, is been tearing it up recently they have one of the bestie lines in the league you mentioned ronald darby's having a good year cameron curl has also kind of come out of nowhere and been Man, decent what a seventh round jump but i don't know overall i think i i trust tom brady to overcome a tough defense more than i trust alex smith and taylor heineke to overcome a tough defense because the bucks defense also the also very good that i agree with um, Chicago and the Saints, I think we can both agree it's just probably going to be blow up by the Saints. Yes. Uh, That's not even close. Okay, and then also Seattle and L.A. This is an interesting one because Seattle's Seattle, defense has been playing really good. The Rams have a really good defense. But Jared Goff, his is thumb is maybe we don't know what's going on with his thumb. He might play, he might not. Unless John Wolford is like the next Tom Brady to come out of nowhere and lead a team to a Super Bowl. I think Seattle wins this. I I honestly, I don't know what to think about Russell Wilson. I think he's going to be the key to this game. As many times as people want to say that Jerry Goff is going to be the key to this game or Warford is going to be the key to this game, it's going to be Russell Wilson. What's Russell Wilson are we going to see? Are we going to see raise the trophy Super Bowl winning Russell Wilson? Uh, people said he should be the unanimous MVP at the beginning of the season, Russell Wilson. Are you going to see the Russell Wilson that throws two or three picks in the game? It, it really, there's, there is so many, is he going to play hero or is he going to trust the system? Um, and if you, if you trust the system, I think this game is Seattle's easily. If it's not LA takes the dub. Okay. We got our playoff predictions underway. Next up stock up and stock down by Ethan. For those who don't know, Catch the Blitz runs a segment called Stock Up and Stock Down by this man right here. Uh, and he pretty much kind of tells you which players have their stock up, stock down, which which teams. Uh, go ahead and run us through that, Ethan. Yes. So I usually do four stock ups, four stock downs, and one 
stock that's questionable just because there's a lot of questions because Instagram can only fit in 10 pictures in one post. So stupid. So the first one, stock down. Yes, Cam Newton, he did have a good game to end the season, but he's just not been consistent. He's struggled throwing the ball. He's still okay as a runner, but... Um, and then for NFC, we're just going to go ahead and run through it real quickly. What do you think, Bucks and Washington? Um, well, first of all, we don't even know if Alex Smith is going to start. Heineke took first reps at practice yesterday. Rivera has said that he might alternate between them in the game. You've got to be able to throw the ball as well. Patriots probably going to move on from him, might draft quarterback in the draft. Probably, unless he goes to Washington next year and starts... Or maybe, I don't know, if Detroit moves on from Matthew Stafford, I don't see him starting anywhere in the league next year. One of my favorite players to watch gets wide open in the middle of the field with like 10-ish seconds left, 52 yards, uh, gets Tennessee into the game, or kicks the game-winning field goal. And at, at the beginning of the season, if you go all the way back to my predicting the worst of, I predicted the Texans' defense would be one of the worst in the league. I believe they allow the third, the third highest average yards per game along with, and they're the worst team against the run. So in general, Texans defense is terrible. I don't know how they're going to fix it. They don't have a first round pick. They don't have a second round pick in the draft. There's and they could trade Deshaun Watson and maybe get some picks. Who knows? They, yeah. They could trade him to the saints and pick up Quan Alexander. And then that would be, that would yeah. be my trade. Uh, Lions stock down as well. A lot of their players might not be coming back. Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones, Stafford might all be gone might. next year. Who knows? Good draft quarterback. They're bringing in a new head coach, new GM. Probably going to be rebuilding next season. Um, I think they're going to be following the Miami and Jacksonville route of um, Texans defense. This stock also goes down. Because if you watch that game, somehow A.J. Brown getting rid of a lot of people stockpiling I picks. I surprised by that. Yeah, uh, Raiders are down because two seasons in a row they have been in playoff position at six and four, and then they do terribly. Last season, I think they f- they finished seven and nine after starting out the season six and four. This season, they finished eight and eight after starting the season six and four. You just need to figure out a way to finish the season. Yeah, honestly, stock up. Jefferson, Justin Jefferson, obviously. Easily one of the best. Obviously, probably one of the, if not the best, receivers to come out of this draft class. Broke not only the Vikings rookie receiving record, but the league receiving record, uh, 1,400 yards. And he's doing that. I know Adam Thielen also can draw a lot of, of the defense's attention, but he also draws a lot of Kirk Cousins' targets. So he's uh, Flores. I think he should be coach of the year. I did not expect Miami to win 10 games. Win t- I was thinking like eight and eight would be their I, ceiling. I this was year. thinking probably like the same record as the Washington football team right now. Maybe, seven maybe seven. Yeah, yeah. He, he really has. I think he's done a similar job to what Vrabel has done in Tennessee in terms of you know, air quotes, changing the culture, but like getting all his guys to buy into his scheme and just playing really good. I football. really, I really like Vrabel. He's, he's my favorite coach in the NFL right now. Seahawks defense stock up. They started the year horrible. They have been getting better. Um, since week 10, they've only allowed 14.5 points per game on average. And in the last six games, they've had 21 sacks. 
I think one of those games, they had something crazy like six or seven, which kind of inflates that number. But they're still playing a lot better than they were at the beginning of the season. Because of sack boy Jamal Adams. Yes. Um, then stock up Jonathan Taylor, who we talked about earlier. He's, he's the only reason why the Colts will have a chance against the Bills. <laughs> But he rushed for like 260-something yards against the Jaguars. I, I know it's the Jaguars, but that's still impressive. Uh, he's in the last – what do I have? In the last four games, he's rushed for a combined 560 yards, seven touchdowns, and he's averaging 6.3 yards per carry. And also he finished the season third most in rushing yards. And for, <clears throat> for a rookie and for someone who, like, wasn't the featured back to start the year, that's pretty impressive. And then for a stock, question mark, question mark, question mark, the Eagles, what the hell, what the hell are they doing? And <laughs> no one Jalen Hurts is Carson Wentz. The relationship fractured with Wentz is he going to be traded? Is uh, Zach Ertz going to come back? Is Jason Kelsey going to come back? Is Harry Roseman going to stay there? Is Harry Roseman going to do something dumb again? Oh, let me just a say, as a of... Washington football team fan, that brings me joy in so many ways. Just makes me smile. Uh, no one really knows what's happening with the Eagles. It's so Oh, and Jim Schwartz, Schwartz might be retiring, or he's, he's taking the year off, and then he might retire. I don't know. No one really knows what's happening with him. Okay, and then that's your stock up, stock down, and what is happening with the Eagles. Philly is a weird place. I'm not sure if you've ever been to Philly. Have you been to Philly, Ethan? I have not. Um, I, used to, I used to watch a lot of Food Network. They would always go to the specific place <laughs> where they'd get a Philly cheesecake. I wanted to go there. Uh, this season has made me rethink it. Um, That's not what I was expecting you to say at all. I don't know why, but that just caught me off guard. Uh, well, around the Eagles, though, I I saw a PFF uh, mock draft that had the Eagles taking Trey Lance. I thought that was really interesting. Which, okay. like That would be a very Eagles thing to do, I think, taking another quarterback – who has you've seen maybe one year of him in college? I, I would not I would not take another quarterback if I see Me neither. I think you stick with Jalen Hurts. You kind of clean house. I think I think you stick with Jalen Hurts. And I also think you maybe get a Nick Foles or a veteran quarterback. That's <laughs> I, I like just bring him back. Round two, baby. Bring back big man Nick Foles. I that would be actually hilarious. But I think you also get a veteran quarterback that you know can play iffy. Maybe Joe mm-hmm. Flacco. He was good on the Jets a little bit. Um, just is, bring back a veteran quarterback that you know can come in and do okay. Is just back. Patrick's going to be a free agent, isn't he? I, yeah, this? but he might retire from what I heard. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's possible, but he's going to be a free agent. Just one, one of those guys, one of those veterans that you know is okay mm-hmm. and can back up and teach. Get Josh McCown again. Convince him to come after retirement again. That, I would not be surprised by that. And maybe play some wide receiver while you're they, at it. They keep Jalen Hurts. They clean house. They they take the next year to evaluate, like, is Hurts our guy moving forward? If not, I think it's then we take a, a QB if in the draft. he's not the guy, that would just be so crazy. Yeah. He played he played lights out. Um, Sorry for the longness of the pod, but we're going to go ahead and switch over real quick to the Heisman. Uh, my man, Smith. I like that last name. He just won the Heisman. What's your thoughts about that? Who do you think should have won? If Trevor Lawrence doesn't miss two games with COVID, yeah, if he doesn't miss those games with COVID, I think he wins. Okay. Mac Jones is a long shot. Kyle Trask, no. I really like Harris. I think he he showed up 
if he would have showed up at the beginning of the year instead of the end and mm-hmm. would have kept on doing it consistently, I think he would have been a top three instead of probably the less. Um, but yeah, I think I think Smith deserves that win. I think Trevor. I'm I'm a Clemson fan, so I I don't know if he's um mm-hmm. if we can if, if that's biased or not. But Trevor deserves a Clemson and uh, Heisman in his career. You think um, Devontae yeah, Smith, Smith is the first receiver taken in the draft? And yeah, ah, on who needs receiver scheme, all that. He's mm-hmm. a fantastic receiver, um, but he stocky build, um, just kind of like a tight end type wide receiver. Then he's not your guy because his he's like the 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 slim reaper or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think that was his nickname. I love it. Um, it really depends. I think he could. He's he's <clears> definitely top three. Definitely top. It's him, Waddle, and then LSU guy, Terrace Marshall. Terrace Marshall is really good from what I've heard. Um, prediction, who do you have, my friend? As winning the Super Bowl? Wow. I know Justin Fields has been playing really well. but um, They're talking about delaying it for COVID reasons. and hmm. uh, because That's, that's just Nick Saban being like, hey, hey, we need Jalen Waddle to play. Can you delay the game? Yes, for- there's Jalen Waddle. Uh, apparently, it might be because of a rib thing too, because I know mm-hmm. that hit that Fields got in the Clemson game was huge, um, and it might have cracked a rib, is what we've been hearing, but I'm not sure if that's legitimate. Um, I do know that Fields is a lights out player. If you play, if if Ohio played like they did against Clemson, I think they're gonna win. Um, but if they back even a little bit, mm-hmm. it's it's Alabama's game. Okay, now we're gonna switch to some NBA. Uh, and for a fun topic, I think that we're going to kind of keep it light and fun and less statistics like we do in the NFL when it comes to the NBA. Mm-hmm. Just kind of fun topics. Austin Rivers made his girlfriend mad for hooping and then came back and had an amazing, amazing game. Props to him. I'm going to go one day ago or now two days ago, whenever you guys were listening to this, Austin Rivers posted on his IG story that after coming home from a road trip, uh, he dumped a suitcase and then tried to go to the gym, but his girlfriend got mad at him. Um, 14 straight fourth quarter points to lock in the win for the Knicks. Do you think it was worth getting his girlfriend mad? Well, first of all, I have no idea why he's recording this in general. <laughs> why, why do you need to record this? Not, not necessarily an argument, but why, why are you recording this? What is, and also what is the reason not? for posting it? I don't know if, if the reason why he's doing well and the Knicks are doing well is because he's arguing. Sure. Go ahead. <laughs> I just think it's an interesting story. It's just kind of fun. Why not? Why, and why not put it in the pod? But uh, go Austin Rivers. Never, not a big player in the NBA. I think he has some respects, but he's not a big player. Um, I'm glad that you uh, made her regret getting mad. I guess I, I don't even know. Still a fun story. Um, okay, uh, what four current players in the NBA make the NBA? Like, like what's um, what what makes the league? Luca, because he's Giannis. Also, I he has a fun personality. I feel Giannis he does. makes some interesting TikToks. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> J.R. Smith isn't in the league anymore, which is sad because he was always a, a good meme. I think obviously LeBron because he's LeBron. A young guy, maybe like a. Yeah, probably Zion because he's heralded as the future. I'm not sure, and Zion's there. Yeah, he much. I, he very big. 
Pelicans made a mistake when they took him with the first overall pick. Ja has played much better. Morant just yes. I'm I'm I will forever think Ja is probably the better player. I just haven't seen that much from from Zion yet. Um, I I gotta go, Bron, dude. Bron, KD, um, Luca, and and Giannis. Those are my four. Um, just Bron. If if like Bron, it's just because you want a reason to hate. That's that's literally it. That he's the best player my generation will see play the game, and um, that's that's undeniable. Luca's gonna be close, so I really like Luca. Mm-hmm. Okay, so about this quote. It's from Sparkly. Sorry, I don't really are so cute. How the hell do we have so many ugly people? What's your thoughts on that, Ethan? Well, <clears throat> <laughs> it is a cultural concept. It is also in the eye of the beholder. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is. Um, I just think that people are ugly. I also think there's ugly babies. Have you never seen an ugly baby? I don't like babies. Why don't you like babies, dude? What? Listen, <laughs> two out of ten babies are cute. However, eight out of ten dogs are cute. That is they, a very all babies look the same. They're fat. <laughs> when they reach a certain age, they no. I'm not. They're also gross. They don't talk. They don't do anything. Just not a baby's fan. No. <laughs> not a babies fan i think babies are great dude they're 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 kind of they're kind of cuddly a little bit um what <laughs> is the i'm just gonna rip the, the nba topics are just so random if you don't like it don't listen it's it's gonna be fun um be done with okay then who's the next dynasty there well first of all i think there's not really a bad team in the Western Conference. I see any of the teams in the Western Conference making it to the playoffs. There's probably five Western Conference teams that have a chance at getting to the championship. A lot, a lot more competitive than it is more competitive than it's ever been. Excuse me. Um, Curry and Clay is out this season. Who knows what he's going to look like after missing two full seasons of basketball. I'm sure he's going to be, but is he going to be back to his, his old self? Maybe not. Uh, they had their time. Golden State isn't really the hot free agent destination that it once was. Is the next dynasty? Maybe the Mavs. I'm going Mavs myself. And thanks to Luca. But if maybe the Thunder, just because they have so many picks. Okay, that I that I might be able to to agree with, but at the same time, that's all. But it, it would probably take like five years, three for them three, to four, lock that up. for them to be competitive enough to be considered a championship contender, and then a few more years after that to solidify a dynasty. Pelicans have a young roster, but it's not enough for me to go. They're a dynasty. They might get in the playoffs a couple times, but mm-hmm. their young roster is just too inconsistent. Um, I'm going to have to go for the next time to see the Mavs myself. Luca locks that up. He's such a raw talent. His work ethic is second to none. Maybe Braun has maybe just a little bit. But his work ethic is just so good. It's, there's a reason why. Um, I'm not sure if 
but LeBron wanted Luca to be the first athlete in his own brand, like similar hmm. to uh, a LeBron athlete. Uh, he asked Luca to join, and Luca didn't decide not uh, not to, I believe. But still, if if LeBron specs you that amount, you have to realize he's the real deal. Yep. Um, I'm not a crazy Noah. I just mentioned him a lot. I'm not that big into LeBron. My personal favorite player is actually CP3, but that's that's a different conversation. Uh, or just stupid for all the beef that he's been coming up with. Have you heard about this? All the beef? Well, I know about the Dwight Howard beef, but that's like years old. Yeah, that is a couple years old. Um, he also said this about Carl Anthony Towns. He said he got max dollars. Now he got to pull his panties up and play. Um, he told Jerry Jordan, uh, or he said this about DeAndre Jordan. He said he plays for a good team. Put him in Milwaukee. You'll never hear from him again. Um, and then he was going off on the man. Um, I forgot his name. The guy who started COVID pretty much like oh, around the world. Rudy Gobert. Yeah. He's or just... as, as flight would say, Rudy Gobert. <laughs> um, I will put up 45 points, 16 rebound, 10 missed three throws. Why did, why did you just got to say the 10? Okay. Um, in three quarters, had 11 points, four rebounds, and followed out in three quarters. I'm a G. That's what he said about Go, uh, Gobert or Gobert, whatever you want to say. Um, and then Dwight Howard, this is a couple years long, but just for reinstate it, sit your A down. You didn't do nothing. Stop that. He's, he's starting beef with a lot of common players. He thinks that he's a top five conversation player. Is Shaq a top five conversation? And does he have the right to set all this beef? Well, I think if you notice the trend, all these players he's going after or speaking about are bigs. I think he's just all wishing he was playing. Like he's 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 the high school football coach that is trying <laughs> to live out their dreams on the players and is chastising the players for doing something wrong because he was like, oh, I wish I was out there because I would actually really want to. See. And then Juju of the week. And then kind of close this all out. Thank you for listening for an hour. I appreciate it. I know you probably hate us by now. Um, I'll check around you guys. Um, we're actually in the GOAT conversation. Because he and along with Clay and the Warriors kind of changed the way the NBA was played in terms of the three-pointer. Up there with LeBron, Kobe, Jordan. In terms of impact on the game, yes. Okay. In terms of maybe like a tier below but here's why i don't think he does i think it's because a player would have came in uh the next draft and done the same thing he did um i don't think it's a coincidence that he was the first after a long line of shooters um i think that there's a lot of people who it's just a college ball um shooting um and he was player to come out in that new system um, the impact would have been made by a different player. I don't think Curry deserves to be the GOAT. I believe he deserves to be in the conversation of one of the greatest shooters of all time, but not mm-hmm. one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Okay, here's your quote of the week. Juju of the week for me. Kanye and Jeffree Star. What? Did you hear about this? I, I saw it on the one of the news things that Snapchat gives you. It's That's all I know about it. So apparently, here's this is what I've gathered. Kanye West apparently cheated on Kim Kardashian with Jeffree Star, which led to Kanye and Kim filing for a divorce. 
What? Listen, I, I think this is this is a classic Tiki Barber move. Uh, <laughs> th- throwback to a. I'm not sure. That would be quite interesting. Interesting. I'm just, I'm just intrigued because he's supposed to be like a really far right pastor type guy, apparently. Yeah, Kanye has exited reality. <laughs> he exited reality several years ago, I think. But it's just white. That's my Juju of the Week. For those listening, I'm going to go ahead. I realized I didn't explain what Juju of the Week is. Juju of the Week is just the thing that gives off the most what is happening right now vibes. The most, um, this is just funny, weird, just just what. Um, that's what I usually get whenever I watch Juju. Uh, he's just a funny, weird mess. He's quirky. Um, this is just kind of like the quirky thing that happened this past week for right now. Kanye, Kim Kardashian, and Jeffrey Star, ladies and gentlemen, give a round of applause for the cheating trio. Um, <laughs> okay, Ethan, what is your Juju of the Week? Well, my uh, Juju Smith Schuster of the Week, less quirky than yours. Um, we're recording this on the 7th of January, meaning yesterday was when the U.S. Capitol building was stormed or whatever word you want to use you probably know what we're talking about um i just want to shout out justin jackson uh he's running back for the chargers he i know a lot of people i know some people dislike politics and sports meshing um this is a dumb argument and you're an idiot if you think that sports are so ingrained in culture it would make sense that other aspects of culture are ingrained in sports you know the nfl does stand up to cancer for the month. They do the salute to service thing. Politics is just another thing. And the long line of cultural aspects that sports have commented on. But to get back to Justin Jackson, um, his, I would recommend following his Twitter account if you do have an interest in politics. Uh, he, I f- feel like he touches on it very respectfully and he has a lot of interesting views. Shout out Justin Jackson. Um, I'm going to try and get him right there. Ethan was really important. Sports is so very integrated in our culture um, that it's kind of difficult to not see the connection in different parts of our world. Um, that's and why Kobe, I, Kobe has said uh, sports, some like sports are the greatest metaphor we have for life or something like that. So you, you got to expect some other aspects of life to come in. And then there's people that make the transition from sports to careers in politics as well. So it's a big part of our life and a big part of culture in general. So that's why at DTS or Drop Top Sports, the podcast you're listening to right now, we're going to try and cover a little bit of all culture, music, sports, everything we can. Um, we're going to touch on some politics and we're going to try and do it as unbiased and uh, just tell you what's happening um, the best we can. Because uh, we in sports is such a fine line that it, we need to touch on a little bit of everything. But thank you so much for listening this week. Right now is where we would start doing our weekly mailbag. That's going to be a thing. We're going to have a little Google Docs and our link tree, which is where you can find the streaming thing. Uh, We're going to have our Apple podcast link there, our Spotify podcast link there, our YouTube link there. Anyways, the link is going to be right there in the link tree. It's going to be in all our social media bios. Um, our mailbag is also going to be right there. Go ahead, send in your questions, comments, concerns, haikus, whatever you want to. We're going to try and get to them all, answer them the best we can because we think it's fun to talk to you guys. Um, 
go ahead and follow on social media. My personal on Instagram is at Owens View. Ethan, what's your personal Instagram? Just my name. Don't Ethan. don't expect much from it at all. <laughs> um, uh, is at NFL Owen. That's where you'll see the most NFL content for me. I'm going to try and get back into that. I took a small little break from Twitter. Um, Ethan, you're not on Twitter that much, right? Not really. If you if you want to uh, go through everything I've said in the past four years on Twitter, Ethan <laughs> underscore Vassar again, don't use it very much. Okay. And then go ahead and follow our account on all platforms, Drop Top Sports. It's going to be really cool. We are going to have a TikTok and Instagram a Twitter where even last time I checked, we're going to try and get on as many streaming social media services as possible as in LinkedIn, Triller, um, sports site, every, every single sports media thing that you can find. We're going to be on there. We're going to be pouring out content to you guys as much as possible and interact with you guys. Go follow at drop top sports on all social media yet again. Thank you so much for listening guys. Go ahead, like, subscribe, whatever you need to do to get us to love. We're going to go ahead and put out a shirt. All black Gucci down like a Millie Bobby Brown. Make that shit come around every time that we touch down. Crib, Jerry Stack house. If she come through, I'ma blow her back out. Yeah, I'ma need my money like an EMT. Yeah, I do this for my niggas like I'm BT. Young nigga, I bought this six. I'm fly like YYZ. I'm living right, my seats are white. They made an ivory. Can't tell you where we fell off, no. I got my shit straight from the sauce, oh. All black, Gucci down like a Millie Bobby Brown. Make that shit come around every time that we touch down. Another flight out of town like I'm serving Bobby Brown. We the hottest niggas round every time that we touch down. Every time that I touch down, Garrett to it, make it happen. All white like Michael Blackson. One call, I get the packs in. A little different with the magic. Saint Laurent, I love the fabric. Nothing less, I gotta have it. You ain't never seen a whole brick wrapped up well. With chili on it, just to make sure dogs don't smell. If you get caught, I know you will not tell. Been with me from the beginning, no, we will not fail. Black Gucci down like a Millie Bobby Brown. Make that shit come around every time that we touch down.
Billy Bobby Brown Make that chick come around every time that we touch down Every time that we touch down Another flight out of town like I'm serving Bobby Brown We the hottest niggas round every time that we touch down